Hey, what's up? Hello, everybody. Welcome back to In the Room, a wrestling podcast from the Des Moines Register. I'm Cody Goodwin, the Register's wrestling writer, and I am glad you are here. Happy Wednesday, July 28th, just a few days away from the start of the Olympic wrestling competition in Tokyo. It officially begins on Saturday night or Sunday morning in Japan and will run from Saturday night through the following Friday, a whole week of some of the best wrestling on the planet. Uh, freestyle, Greco, women's freestyle, you name it, we're going to see it um, in the Olympics. To get you ready for the action-packed week, I've got three shows lined up for the rest of this week that'll include interviews with the U.S. Olympic wrestlers. Today, you're going to hear from the men's freestyle team. All five guys, Thomas Gilman, Kyle Dake, David Taylor, Kyle Snyder, and Gable Steveson. All five recently did a Zoom interview with select members of the media ahead of the wrestling competition in Tokyo. They talked about being in Japan, how they're preparing themselves, what they're expecting from the uh, competition, and as you can expect, there was quite a bit of talk about Kale Sanderson since there's a heavy Nittany Lion Wrestling Club presence on this year's Olympic squad. Very fun conversation, and I've turned it into a podcast here for you guys today. A couple of warnings. First off, uh, we are dealing with international internet connections here, so there are a few moments where the Zoom audio gets a little wonky. Um, and also, the five Olympians are quite literally sitting in a room together for this particular interview, so sometimes you'll hear them pass the computer around as reporters ask questions. Otherwise, probably the last time we got to hear from these guys before they start competing. Men's freestyle is actually going to take place on the back half of the week starting Tuesday evening. That's USA time. So that's what's on tap for today. Let's cue up that intro music and we will hop to it. I appreciate you guys tuning in and I hope you enjoy. representing the U.S. on such a big stage and what has the process just been like getting there getting settled in and obviously being pretty close to competition now? Well, I think it's always an honor to be able to you know represent the United States and this is the best way that I can do that so um, I'm just looking forward to competing. It's been a long process uh, to, to, to get here you know especially with it and just the process of my, my entire life to prepare for this but also then it being delayed you know for an entire year but you know we have a uh, our, our NGB's done a really good job, and we're here acclimating right now, and I think we're two weeks from today from competing, so and uh, so that's exciting. Looking forward to the opportunity. All right, thanks, Greg. We'll move on to Rachel, who has a question for Gable. It's unmuted, yeah. Go ahead, Rachel. Hey, Gable. There's no bigger stage than the Olympic Games, and everybody knows that you are a real showman. What do you want to do at the Olympic Games? And obviously, you want to win a medal, but are you looking to put on a show here, a show that, that, that rises to the Olympic level? Um, yeah, I think my goal is always to entertain, entertain the people that are watching at home and uh, put on a good name for USA and for all my teammates, too. Um, to go out there and at the Olympic Games is a great honor, and... Showmanship is what I do, and I'm going to just go out there and make sure everybody is uh, happy with my results at the end of the day. All right, thanks, Rachel. We'll move on to Zach Allen, who has a question for David Taylor. Go ahead. Hi, David. My name is Zach Allen, and I'm from the Daily Collegian. 
Obviously, um, you wrestled at Penn State for your whole collegiate career. Uh, how special is it that Kale, Cody, and Casey are making the trip to Tokyo, and how does their presence impact you? Yeah, it's it's exciting. I mean, I, I just remember back, you know, I was just kind of thinking through it, reflecting. Um, I remember when I chose to go to Penn State, I felt like this coaching staff could not only help me reach my goals in my college career, but I, I believe that they could help me reach my goals post-college. And I've always had, you know, international uh, aspirations. So it's exciting to kind of to be here, you know, with this staff and, and you know, really, you know, have the opportunity to, to win an Olympic gold medal for the United States with a coaching staff that I went to college with and can now continue to fulfill my dreams at the highest level. So you know, definitely comfortable with them and grateful for all of their help and guidance. All right, next we have a question from Matt Barnes. Matt, it just says Kyle. We've got Kyle Dick and Kyle Snyder. If you could um, unmute and let us know which one you're looking to talk to. Yeah, this is for Kyle Snyder. And sorry for the noise, we're on a shuttle. Um, but Kyle, just uh, obviously second Olympics, this one's gonna be drastically different than the last one with COVID and, and, and everything like that. Just how have you seen it different so far? I know you guys are a little bit away from the village, but um, just what's the experience been like so far as you've gone through the training and all that? It's been pretty similar to Rio because, you know, we were, I mean, we were in the village for three days in Rio, but then we went to another place to train for the rest of the Olympics. And that was the last day of competition in Rio and uh, the same way here in Tokyo. So, I mean, for me, it's been pretty similar. Just uh, get get in here and get adjusted, and still got some good training left where uh, I can get some good work in and and compete. You know, like uh, the opening ceremony and all that stuff is fun, but the most fun part is just being able to hang out with uh, you know other great guys and wrestlers and. Uh, train with them and, and then the competition. That's what I'm looking the most. Thanks, Matt. Um, Chris Walker for Kyle Snyder. Go ahead and unmute, Chris. Um, yeah, hey, Kyle. Um, wanted to ask if you could describe why you made the move to train at Penn State when you did. And now that you have some time and perspective on that, what do you think you've gotten out of that experience? Yeah, I mean, it was a. Uh, long process of, uh, you know, just figuring out um, where was the best place for me to go. And uh, my wife was applying to medical school. So where I knew at first, wherever she was going to get in was where I was going to go and train. But then she said that I should just pick where I feel like the best training environment is. And I spent some time at Penn State even while I was in college training. So as they had there and the coaches and it would uh, make sense for me to be there. So the decision has been a great decision. I've gotten a lot better since I've been there and um, yeah, I love the people I'm around and so it's all been really good. Okay, we'll move on to Zach Allen. Zach's Zoom cut out and he's going to ask, um, chat with David Taylor again. So. Sorry, David. My Zoom cut out when I asked that question. It was the same one about how Kale, Cody, and Casey are making the trip to Tokyo and how and 
what their impact is? So, yeah, I, I think, you know, when I chose to go to Penn State, you know, it was not only for my collegiate career, but I, I wanted to go where I could coaching staff to help me progress towards my international career. And I've always had aspirations to win an Olympic gold medal. So it's pretty exciting to really be in the opportunity that we're in, you know, be with this coaching staff that I chose 10 years ago and be able to develop this entire process with them. So it's excited for, you know, their guidance, you know, their experience. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to just, you know, make this reality in two weeks. Thank you. Exact. So we'll move on to NBC next star who has a question for Thomas Gilman. All right. Hey, Thomas, this is Justin Cernsey, uh working with next star out of Des Moines, Iowa. Congratulations. There's been a long string of ties of Iowa wrestlers to the Olympics and, uh, you continued that streak by joining the team. Does that, does that streak, hold a sense of pride for you uh, from former, whether it's Iowa Hawkeyes or people born in the state of Iowa and also um, being your first Olympics, uh, is it going to be hard for you being without family to also enjoy this experience with you? Um, I don't really think too much about it. Um, I mean, I'm really just doing this uh, for myself. Um, I mean, obviously I made the transition from Iowa to Penn State. And so I have a lot of pride uh, representing that program now but obviously there's a lot of pride you know coming from the state of Iowa and, and being being Olympian representing uh my hometown my home state um is it going to be hard no I don't I don't think so you know we've been all of us been doing this for 20 years you know we've been training our whole lives for this and uh we just gotta go out and enjoy the process uh, just be grateful and thankful for the opportunity to be here and, and just go out and do our best and if we do that and then you know we'll, we'll be on top at the end of the day. We'll go back to Matt Barnes, who has a question for David Taylor. Yeah, David, obviously it's your first Olympics and, you know, the opening ceremonies in a couple of days. Is there a part, part of you that wishes you kind of had the Olympic experience and be able to walk in that opening ceremony? Uh, you know, it's not often, obviously, people get to Olympics and get to see that part of it. Well, I think just, you know, relating to others, people with experience, you know, and Kyle talked about this a few minutes ago, I think, yeah, there's an element to this being a different Olympic Games, but we've trained our whole life to wrestle in the Olympics and have the opportunity to win a gold medal in the Olympics. And I don't think I've ever dreamt about walking in the, the, the ceremonies. And that would have been awesome and cool, um, but I'm just excited to, to be here and I'm excited to compete in two weeks. All right, thank you. We'll move on to Baltimore Sun, who has a follow-up question for Kyle <laughs> Yeah, hey, hey, Kyle, I know you've... um you've always sort of embraced difficult matchups and, and, and pain. I mean, do you, in, in, in that sense, is it, is it motivating to have Sajulayev in, in, in your weight class in these Olympics? And I mean, do you, do you put extra effort into preparing for him as you prepare for these games or is it more about preparing for yourself? Yeah, it's motivating. I'm, I'm excited to have Russia and Iran, uh, you know, there. And those are guys that I'm looking forward to competing against. Um, and I mean, the most important part of the preparation is getting myself ready and, uh, working on the things that are going to be, uh, beneficial versus any of my opponents. So, uh, but yeah, I'm motivated, uh, and ready to wrestle those guys. Well, we'll go to Matt Kuzla next for Gable Stevenson. I also want to remind you guys, we have two channels. 
Hey, Gable. Um, what's been the biggest challenge for you during this past year of uncertainty? And because you're, you're doing it for yourself without loved ones or friends here with you. Um, I know my, my family back home is watching me and they're going to pay close attention. And uh, I stay in good contact with everyone back home. So I know the whole USA is rooting for me, especially my close family and friends. So I'm grateful for, for that to happen to us. Um, with, the, with the past year, with the uncertainty, uncertainty of uh, COVID and everything that has happened to us. I think um, we're all really grateful to be here. We're all happy to put our, our shoes on the man representing Team USA and go put on a good show for everybody back home. And uh, we hope to come back with some some major hardware. And I, I know our team can do it. Um, I'm just happy to be here with the guys that I'm with here right now. It's a it's a real that, that I grew up watching guys like David, Kyle, Thomas, and, and, and Dave. So to be here sitting in this room and to be here on this stage with them is is crazy to me. And so we I'm just gonna soak it in and do the best I can. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, Matt. Next we'll go to Matt or um yeah, to Matt Barnes for Kyle Dake. Yeah, Kyle, congratulations, of course, on uh, making your first Olympics as well. Uh what's the experience been like? I mean, you guys just got to Japan. You're still two weeks away from competition, so a lot of training to go, but I know for you just following your Instagram and everything, how excited you are to to get going in this. So what's it been like? Yeah, it's been uh, a very different experience than one that I had expected um, before the pandemic. Obviously, that changes a lot of things, but, um, you know, just getting settled, um, you know, trying to get into a routine while we're out here so we can get adjusted and, and still continue to put the razor's edge on and, and be sharp. Um, you know, we're two weeks away from competition, and I think that, you know, making – Making adjustments, being out here in the Katsugao actually has been been really nice. Um, you know, not having to to deal with the hustle and bustle of Tokyo and kind of just focus on yourself and focus on the training. Um, that's something that I, I really value. So um, I'm just really excited to to be out here and in, in country and um, you know be able to go put on a show. Hey, Thomas, Justin here again. Um, tell me a little bit about, you know, you being in the country of Japan now and that experience, uh, how excited you are as we lead up to, you know, you being able to take to the mat. And then also, how do you put away all the distractions with, you know, maybe athletes who have already tested positive and just keep that laser focus? Um, there's so much that could sidetrack an athlete out here this time in Tokyo, but it seems like uh, you, you've got your mind. Yeah, so... First thing, the first answer to that question, uh, it's amazing being here in, in Japan, here in Nakatsugawa. You know, you see a lot of things on the internet and the, in the news back in the States and how, you know, um, maybe, you know, Japanese people don't want the games to go on. But, you know, here it's been a very warm welcome. You know, we're driving to practice yesterday and the streets are lined with people waving the American flag, cheering us on, having uh, words on signs, you know, words of encouragement, words of love, you know, so that, I mean, it's just been a very surreal. It's been just kind of almost emotional. Like it's amazing that, you know, the welcome that we have here, because, you know, if you just watch the news and you're kind of stuck up in the things going on in America, you would think that, uh, they wouldn't want us here, but they, they want nothing more than to, to welcome us and help us out and, and, uh, and really, really cheer for us, even though we're not, we're not uh, from the same nation. Uh, as far as being focused, um, I, I, I 
really believe that, you know, there's a lot of things out of our control, whether it's, you know, a pandemic or not, you know, there's a lot of hustle and bustle uh, media and the games and everything, but um, there are a lot of things that we can focus on a lot of things that are within our control. And that's the only thing we need to worry about. I can't worry about people testing positive or, you know, the, the, the news, you know, the games canceled, not canceled. You can't worry about that. You know, there's things that we here can't control. So the things that I can control is my weight, my nutrition, my training, my conditioning, my strength, you know, my mind, where, where that's at. So just worrying about those things and just worrying about myself and, and controlling the things I can control and let everything else kind of take care of itself. So I'm um, just believing that, you know, God has a plan and, and I just stick to the path and, and uh, everything will be all right. Thanks, Justin. We've got a question from Rachel Black for Gable Station. <laughs> Hey, Gable, you're still fairly new to the senior international level. What can you tell us about some of the, the guys that you expect to face? And how have you been preparing for a level where you're, you'll be wrestling some people that, that you are not as familiar with? I mean, I, I prepare to wrestle on the biggest stage of my life every day. This is, this is really not new. Um, the guys I'm going to wrestle, they're, they're really good, Olympic champs, world champs. But it's the Olympic Games. Everybody here is coming here to, to make a name for themselves. And um, I'm just going to show up and, and, and do my job. And I know my training is going to pay off. I know everything's going to pay off for me. And um, August 6th, I believe, I should be standing on top of that podium with that gold medal on my neck. Thanks, Rachel. We'll go to Zach Allen, who has a question for Kyle Snyder, Thomas Gilman. Hey, Kyle. Uh, you, Thomas, and David are all part of the Nittany Line Wrestling Club. And I was just wondering, how is the NLWC prepared you guys for the Olympics and if there are any challenges you guys have faced in training for the Olympics? We haven't had much challenges. Um, and yeah, I mean, they, they do a great job taking care of us. Uh, I mean, we have a really strong uh, regional training center and I think we got seven Olympians, you know, not include, not including just us who are wrestling for team USA, but some from Mexico, Uzbekistan, Puerto Rico. So we got a really strong RTC and, um, yeah, just trust that the coaches know uh, what we should be working on and how we should be training. And they're very smart. They've been doing it for a long time. They've been very successful. So I know that they're going to uh, – they do, they do everything that they can to prepare us. Same question. Yeah, yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. So, uh, we you talked about it with David. You know, having all the coaches here, it's pretty amazing that you know we. And it's a unique situation where you come to the Olympic Games and you have two of your teammates on the team and your whole coaching staff. So I'm very grateful and thankful for that. Um, touched on earlier, you know, there are a lot of things like within our control, but there are also things out of our control. And luckily, you know, with us and our coaching staff, um, they kind of take that burden from us. You know, they kind of make it well known that, hey, these are things that you don't need to worry about and we're going to take care of it. And so at the end of the day, you know, you can sleep, sleep easy because you know that there are some things that um, you don't have to worry about as far as, you know, where your nutrition is going to come from, who's going to, um, make sure the bus is on time, who's going to get the bike when you need it. You know, they have all that taken care of. It's just one last thing we have to worry about. 
And so they, uh, they're just a, a great and amazing support staff, not only on the mat, obviously on the mat, you know, the, the technique and the tactical aspect of it and, and doing things coaches do, they do that very well. Everyone knows that, but the things that people don't see is, is the logistics and, and the, the night without sleep, staying up, making sure we have everything we need, making sure everything's prepared for the next day. So, and uh, beyond that, it's just, it's amazing to be able to train with, with David and, and Kyle, you know, every, every single day, you know, we have the same mission, same goals, same aspirations and training with those guys and, and being motivated, motivated by them and motivating them. And then being here and, and seeing it, seeing it through, you know, not only the process, but the end goal. So I'm really excited to, uh, you know, compete. So this is the last step. So excited to see everything through with, with, with our whole team, our coaches and our, and our team. I don't know if I can say it any better than, than Thomas just said it, but I just think the New Line Wrestling Club is really unique because it's so professional and it's probably the only place that, you know, I think it's the freestyle guys are, are such a, um, a priority and obviously in our preparation and our practices and, you know, our coaches put a lot of time into it being separate times. I mean, they put a lot of extra stuff on their plate to make sure that they're preparing the, the collegiate wrestlers as well as they're preparing the nine wrestling club wrestlers. And we're preparing for different events throughout the year at different times. You know, this year, the Olympics being the primary thing and working backwards. So it's just nice and reassuring. You know, there's not many places that we have three Olympic champions that, you know, Jake Warner, Kale Sanderson, Kyle Snyder that are there every single day, you know, so in terms of what it takes to achieve something at the highest level, you, know, you just look to your, you know, to your coaches and your teammates and you just kind of do what they do. So I think we have a great plan in place. As Tom said, our coaches are are there to really kind of take so much off of our plate in terms of preparation and you know logistics of, of what we're gonna do and how we're gonna feel. I mean, we just basically are focused on continuing to stick with our plan that we've had. We have a lot of faith in that. So now this one, this is the most fun part. When you're 14 days out of competing, you've put so much work in, so much preparation. Now it's about just fine-tuning the little things, having faith and believing in your abilities and your preparation, which I believe 100% in all of those categories, and um, it's really nice to have that support system all here with us right now. Charles Walker, who has questions for the Penn State guy? <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind, of, kind of for those same three guys, and, and, and along similar lines. Um, you know, focusing particularly on Kale Sanderson. Why is he such an effective coach? And I mean, we all know what a great wrestler he was. How does he sort of pour that into his coaching? I mean, Coach Kale just, he cares so much about all of his athletes. You know, it's amazing to be as accomplished as he has been athletically and from a coaching side point, but he's so, he's so humble and he just, he, he preaches obviously uh, humility and just get, making the best um, every single day. So I think just continue to, you know, it's, it's really remarkable with the athletes, the elite athletes that he's coached over the last 10 years. Um, at every single category, you know, I think his coaching has definitely changed over time. Um, but he's just one of those guys. He has a very calming presence, and you just know that everything he says there's a reason for what he's saying. Um, and it's it's always to try and help you be the best, not only wrestler that you can be, but also the person that you can be. So when you have someone like that again in your corner, it's just it's just that calming presence of of you know reassuring that he has your back 100. percent So. You know, Coach Kale is a very, um, very accomplished coach, athlete, but he's also just a mentor. And for me personally, I've 
been around the Sanderson family since I was a little kid. His dad, Steve Sanderson, was one of my first coaches. So I've been around, you know, Coach Kale, Coach Cody, you know, their dad, Steve, um, their brother, Cole, and Kyler, my, almost my entire life, you know. So I think they've had such an impact on me, and it, it it's, goes well deeper and way more than just from a wrestling standpoint. So just obviously really grateful to have uh, could you just repeat that question, please? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I was just saying, you know, I wanted to focus in on Kale Sanders in particular and, you know, why he's an effective coach and how he kind of, you know, pours his own experience as an elite wrestler in, into that. Yeah, I think um, for me, you, you, you look at leaders and you look for two, two qualities. One is lead by example. And the other one is um, you want your, let's call them, disciples you want them to to do what you did and then surpass you and that takes a a ton of humility because once you reach a certain level it's hard to want people to surpass you so coach kale he he does both those things you know he leads by example the things that he says you know he's not just telling you things to to tell you to try to get you to do something he's he's acting those things out every single day i think that's something that another thing that's really important to, to realize and recognize about coach kale is um what we're doing, what he's doing is more than just sport. It's more than just wrestling. Of course, we want to be on the top of the medal stand. Of course, we want to win. You know, that, that's why we're here. But it's bigger than that. And, and this thing we're doing is bigger than us. You know, it's, it's about, um, you know, his job is more than developing champions. It's about developing young men into, into great leaders to, to take the torch when he's done. And so um, – something he always talks about that really resonates with me. It's like, it's not, it's not really about winning, even though it, it kind of is, but it's not about winning. It's about just doing your best every single day in, in everything you do, not just the sport. And so he kind of develops um, his college guys and us as RTC members into well-rounded human beings. And I, that, at the end of that, that's what it's about is being humble, being able to lead by example, and just trying to uh, just do our best in all aspects of life. So that's something I really learned from Coach Kale and really appreciate him as a leader. Yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, what I love about Coach Kale is um, just how much he loves wrestling. And uh, you know, he loves, he still is wrestling with us. And uh, he's always got a fresh, positive attitude coming into training and competition and all that. So, and it's not something you can't really fake the way that you feel about the sport and you can tell by the way that, I don't know, just kind of tell by the way people act and uh, when they're out on the mat and stuff like that. And he really loves wrestling. So I appreciate that. And when your leader loves what they do, it just uh, spreads to the rest of the people. Hey everyone. I, I just wanted, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I, I just, I just wanted to, uh, kind of on what was talked about earlier with the, the, the kind of welcoming crowds and the town where you are, was that a surprise uh, for you? I mean, how big is, is kind of this welcome you're getting from everyone? And, and also, are you paying any attention to some of the talk in, in Tokyo about some of the positive tests that have happened in the village or is that just so far away? It's, it's not something you're thinking about. Um, when I, when we came to the Catskill, I didn't really know what to expect. Um, I knew we were going to, you know, be received with open arms. Um, but I didn't really know, um, you know, what that would look like. So like Thomas was saying yesterday, we were, you know, driving our bus to practice. 
and the streets were just lined with people. You know, they let schools out of the class to come down to the road, wave their American flags. They were all wearing red, white, and blue and, you know, just cheering and yelling at us. And, you know, everyone had their phone out and, you know, wanted to see us, which was pretty amazing. And, you know, to feel that, you know, that, that support from not, you know, not only Americans, but also from, you know, people of a different country, your host city is like, I, I, I didn't know what to think. You know, it was, it was pretty amazing. And then, um, you know, when we got to our wrestling room, they had people on, you know, way up in the stands who were just cheering for us and, and wanted to see us, you know, just practice. They wanted to be around us. And I feel like that, that's a little bit of the Olympic experience that I was looking forward to. Um, and I know it was going to be a lot different, you know, between the stands, nobody um, being able to watch us live, but um, you know, that little consolation prize was nice. And as far as, you know, people testing positive in the village, um, we're so far away that I don't really, you know, take notice to it. Um, I can only, can only focus on myself, um, keep myself as healthy as possible, make sure I'm doing all the right things, um, getting enough sleep, getting outside, um, you know, drinking the right water, eating the right food and, um, you know, just preparing in, in every way I know how. We've got another question from Matt Barnes for Kyle Snyder. Yeah, Kyle, you're not the old guy of this group, but you are the veteran of this group when it comes to the Olympics. Just what have you told the other guys uh, about what they can expect? And, and, you know, just what experience can you give them uh, and advice can you give them as they get ready for these next two weeks? How much? <laughs> they do a good job on their own, you know. Dave's world champ. Dave's world champ. Uh, Gilman's world finalist, Gable, world champ at, you know, some competitions and uh, soon to be Lord willing Olympic champ. So, I mean, these guys are beasts and uh, the competition is the same and they know how to prepare. And uh, so I don't really need to say much to anybody. Just continue to train and uh, do my best and, yeah, just, I mean, the, the good thing about us is like, uh, you know, these are, these are like some of my best friends. So, you know, that's, that's like, uh, the cool part about this group. And it's not like one person is uh, leading each other, other than our coaches, you know, like we all just get there around each other. So, Hey, Kyle, this is Jason Knapp with NBC, and this is for you and for anybody else. Um, you guys have all wrestled at the highest levels in front of big crowds a ton of times. You also work really hard in the room when nobody's watching. You talked about having fans there watching you practice. Nobody really is going to be in the venue. Is there anything you could do to simulate that? It's not like it's going to be a small room. It's going to be a big building with not a lot of noise after going back to fans at trials. Is there anything you can do to kind of – to help that because you guys a lot of times are able to ride crowd noise to your benefit. Yeah, that's, that's going to be, I, I don't really see it as a challenge. Um, I kind of see it as it's going to be more of like a simulation. And even when I'm out there, when I, when I wrestle, you know, the, the first thing I do is I look up to see the lights, um, you know, get my bearings on, on everything, you know, look for my family in the stands. Uh, I won't need to be doing that, unfortunately, but um, you know, it's the same size mat. Uh, there's going to be three referees out there. My coach is going to be in one of the corners and I'm going to be wearing better blue singlet. So 
I know that I'm going to go out there and, and do the same exact things that I always do. And whether there's a crowd there or not, I don't really hear the crowd. I never, I never really, really see them uh, until after the match. Um, you know, if there is, if there's a, a crazy sequence um, on, on a mat next to me, usually I'll look over because I hear the crowd if, if there's a break in the action. But, you know, I try to stay locked in and, and focused on, on the task at hand, which is to score that next point and, and to hold really good position. All right, thanks, Jason. We'll go over to Rachel Black, who has a question for Gable. Gable, can you just tell us what your Olympic experience has been like so far? Uh, what was it like to do the team processing, to get your Team USA gear, to uh, come into the, the town where you guys are training with your teammates? What's the whole thing been like for you so far? The whole thing is, is crazy. You know, I'm on the Olympic team, so that's, that's like the most surreal moment. Um, but other than that, we, we're getting treated good here. Everything's solid. Um, Training's well. My Olympic experience is not what it probably should be in the past recent years, but it's, it's all good and we're just going to keep living it up. That's the show today. Thankful and grateful to hear from the Olympians before they get to compete. Sounds like they're all relaxed, ready to go, which is awesome. Uh, There's a chance all five guys could turn in a special, special performance next week in Tokyo. Between you guys and me, um, I think all of them are a threat to medal, not just a threat, but, uh, you know, just to medal to finish on the podium, but perhaps even win the dang thing, too. Honestly, I think uh, Kyle Dake, David Taylor, Gable Steveson can all win gold. Um, I think, you know, kind of depending on the draw, Gilman absolutely could reach the final, um, absolutely could get to a medal match. And then I think, uh, you know, I think Kyle Snyder should probably make the final as well. I think there's just something about the way he's been able to compete, um, you know, really the last year or so, um, you know, where he'll probably face off with uh, Sadjulayev in the final once more. That'd be the third of what's been a pretty epic rivalry between those guys. Uh, Snyder winning in 2017, Sadjulayev getting revenge in 2018. Um, So that'd be kind of fun if they matched up again. Um, We'll see what happens. That's my gut feeling on how I think they'll do. All five of those guys, I think, can bring home medals um, and three golds. If they go five for five with three first place finishes at the Olympics. I think that'd be a pretty special week for the men's freestyle program at USA Wrestling. So we'll see what happens. We'll be back again tomorrow with the women's freestyle team, and then we'll end the week with some interviews with our Greco-Roman squad. So be sure to check back each day to hear from our Olympic wrestlers before they take the mat in Tokyo. But that's all we've got today, you guys. Thanks a bunch for listening. Uh, be sure to rate and review the show on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your shows. Follow your boy on Twitter at Cody Goodwin, and be sure to subscribe to the Des Moines Register to catch all my stories, mailbags, analysis, and videos. I'm going to be writing a little bit on the Olympic wrestling competition starting Saturday night through the week. I'm also going to be tweeting and watching everything live, so if you guys are going to stay up late, I'm going to be right there with you. Um, If not, you can catch everything when you wake up early in the morning, Um, so it's going to be kind of a wonky schedule, but it's going to be a fun one. We do this every year for the World Championships. This will be no different here with the Olympics in Tokyo. So yeah, be sure to uh, follow, be sure to subscribe, be sure to read. Um, You can find links to do all of that as well as more stories that I've written over the past summer, trying to catch up here a little bit so you guys can get, um, you know, read everything that I have written over the last couple months. All of that is going to be in the show notes. So thanks again, you guys, for listening today. We will talk again soon.